0: Support for this episode comes from PCG Digital. It is anywhere from difficult to impossible to manage every aspect of the changing digital landscape. Rather than trying to do it yourself, why not leave it to an award-winning team of digital marketing specialists who have mastered it all. Connect your message with more potential customers with PCG Digital. Go to PCGDigital.com for more information. An optimized leader transforms the world. An unresolved one distorts that. I want that to sit with you for a moment. When you are not feeling at your best, it does seem like the world is distorted or things are just not flowing the way that you would like. But if you think about the times that you really feel aligned and in tune with your mission, your effort, your health, your mental, boy, do you feel optimized. But a lot of times what happens is we run across stressful situations and we may not have the tools yet in our tool belt to deal with that. Well, that's why in this power episode today, Wiley McGraw returns to talk about how do you deal with stress? How do you face stress head on and be able to learn from it to add these tools to your tool belt so that you can continue on your path to optimizing yourself to be the leader that you want to be. So I'm really excited to chat with Wiley today in this power episode. So let's dive into the episode of You're in Charge, conversations that spark change with Wiley McGraw. When you're talking about this idea of stress and how to deal with it and how to work your way through it, mm-hmm. not ignore it. Right. Like we said, we don't want to ignore Face it. it but, right. So walk me through that. Your, your, yeah. your thought on
1: stress and facing mm-hmm. and working through it. I love, I would love to you and your audience. And I want, this is a very valid, valid um topic to discuss. And I, I will share with this uh, in the world, I let me back up here. I was born into this world uh, with a specific type of, of superpower, if you will, or gift. And I didn't understand it as a kid. Uh, I didn't realize and understand why I was the bearer of everyone's stress. Everyone's constantly dumping it on here's Wiley. He's the place for me to right, take it. Right. So, right, right. as I was an athlete and performing and being coached by the pros, I grew up around pro ball players. My dad, who just was incessant with my perfectionist, with my arm, and become a pitcher the outside stress of my my family dynamic started to break me and it really drove me into wanting to push past what was expected of me and find out who I really was as a man. So I'm going to share this story quickly so we can get to that that, uh, fear and stress you just asked about. And that is where the world of rodeo came knocking and I intuitively at some degree felt like I needed to go there. And when I did, I broke away. Uh, from that family dynamic, that expectation my dad placed on me, it pissed them all off and that was okay. I did it anyway because I yeah. started to feel alive. I started to feel an unleashing of who I really was, this wild warrior that I knew was inside me but was being suppressed by my family. I was made wrong for it. So I was pushed into this place of being a more uh, reserved, even though I was more assertive and it was it was—I was punished. So when I got into that world of bull riding, it ignited this newfound awareness of myself and I realized The real world challenges that scare me are where I'm really going to grow and expand my capacity. Now, I started to start to figure out, okay, let me understand the differences in stress and how they do affect my ability to perform in these environments. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I got into the military and I I became a combat infantryman and I went to Afghanistan. It was my second tour. My first tour was Kosovo. My second uh, tour was Afghanistan. And when I went to Afghanistan and I started to lead men, I started to really experience it's almost like this awareness to what stress really is, and the two types we actually experience and live with on a daily basis as human beings. So that video I sent you, I discovered in combat, in the most chaotic of situations, this eerily calm nature of myself in those situations and moments where I was able to identify blind spots quickly. Mm-hmm. I was able to move my men into better performance and better action. Our missions were accomplished much more efficiently. And I realized that there's only two types of stress we actually experience in life. And I call one chronic stress and I call the other acute stress. The chronic and acute stresses are tied together. The acute mm-hmm. stresses that you experience, just like the word acute is short term, are the life experiences that keep happening to you, no matter how much you think you have things under control or figured out, period. They just reoccurring situations that are not optimal for your, yourself and your, your organization, your performance, your life. And okay. those... Acute stresses are tied into the chronic stresses of life's experiences. Those are those stresses that you have had through family dysfunction, trauma, chaos, pain, suffering that you have not really eradicated. You've not faced like we talked about. Right. And those chronic stresses will occupy space in your mind. They will occupy space in you energetically and unconsciously, and they will fester and they will create acute stresses or situations that keep happening in your life. And until you address them and face them and eradicate them, you are going to experience that up and down roller coaster of your experience. So I discovered that in combat and I wanted to further explore that because what I realized was we have what's normal stress in life. Being a leader, running companies, taking care of people, high responsibility is going to bring about what we consider a stress. But when you have learned to manage your inner volatility first, mm-hmm. and you understand the differences between those stresses, those acute and chronic stresses, and you eradicate the chronic ones, you will realize that no matter what situation comes your way, you will know how to manage it and turn it into an asset for your performance, for your team's function, for your leadership development, instead of it being something that causes you to go back to what we talked about is chasing relief on a daily basis. Whoo! I'm done with that one. Thank God. That is not how anyone should be living their life, period. So I discovered that and I created that little video on purpose. So I wanted people to really sink their teeth into understanding those two types so they can really start navigating and discerning what is really stressful for themselves and what is just something that they have basically harbored that they have not addressed. And when you can right. identify those keen differences, you'll see that your life will change in ways that you least expect it. So, so I hope that answers that
0: question. Yeah, so 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 what I'm
1: hearing is, is the chronic
0: ones are just either behavior or some as you said, stress, something that we carry with us all the time. And it may be low level or whatever, but maybe it's a family, the way to your point, how you always have behaved with the family or how you're seen in your family or your group of friends or you're coming and you feel this behavior and stress Mm -hmm. of, well, I'm going to work and now I have to put on this face or I'm over here and I put Ah, on this face. Right. And it's, it's, you, you just, you, you never feel like you can be the real you, but it's this constant, almost like a jacket I have to put on when I'm heading into a certain situation. The acute one, it sounds like you're never going to get rid of those because that's just life and stimulus and something that's coming at you all the time. Well, the, the
1: acute, if I will, the acute, the acute stresses will trans, transform around you because you've dealt with the chronic stress. So that's what right. I'm saying yeah, is that chronic yeah, stress no, creates the acute stresses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're the, 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 what I'm hearing is if I can level out or, or address or confront or put. Put to bed, so to speak, these some of these chronic ones. I become more myself. One, some of those acute stresses that were popping up were tied to the chronic. But this way, if other stressful situations come, you are, you're more in control of it. One, because you've dealt with other bigger stresses, but more importantly, is it it you 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 just are in a more whole place as yourself to be able to deal with this is, is right you is become fully you,
1: you, right you become fully aligned with who you are at the core. Right. It, it's an, an unbelievable right. experience because it doesn't mean that as I run my multiple seven figure business, I'm not going to experience as I work with these type of leaders I, I'm always interacting with the the kind of stress that comes with it. but I realize that this is not mine and I understand because I am in alignment with who I am at the core. I have eradicated my chronic stresses. I do live a life of optimization that when this happens, I know how to utilize it as an asset for my ability to support those leaders so they can do the same thing. So the fear that is birthed from stress that has not been faced or resolved is what creates those patterns of doubt and cautiousness when it comes to leadership, despite what might be a convincing factor in our own minds that, oh, no, this is just a normal cost of being human and the normal cost of no, business. Yes. yes. It's yes, like, yes. Elon. I'll give you an example, Glenn, and your audience too. Elon Musk, it, it, despite what we see and what we feel about him as a man and what he has been able to do, I, I do not deny his genius. However, I can see the truth of what's really going on with him. That's just what I, uh, that's my gift and what I'm able to do and why I do what I do is if Elon Musk would have addressed the abuse and him being bullied as a kid and actually done something about that stress that still plagues him to this day, we would not see the ups and downs with him when it comes to himself as a public figure. We would not consider... What he is doing when it comes to battling other billionaires and the way he does and the way he talks and kind of throws these di- these digs on Twitter, et cetera, right. we would not co- we would not reward that and celebrate that as oh that's just a billionaire guy who's amazing because he's transforming the world. Well, imagine who Elon Musk would actually be if he was fully optimized and completely resolved. We probably would be on Saturn or in another galaxy by now because he's just brilliant. But he's but we're we're dealing with this up and down and constant back and forth, and we're watching these billionaires battle each other because they're just unfortunately unresolved little boys who have never really done anything to face their own truth. But
0: do you think part of their success is from not resolving certain things because they still have that edge where they're
1: going, I'm going to prove you wrong. I don't really You know what? That's the unfortunate part about leaders. We think that we're going to use our pain and our stress to build our empires. But think about what happens is, When you build your empire on the back of chaos and stress, you're going to infect the people that follow you. And people are only going to get so far, period. It doesn't, we can fight that all day long. Right. They have created, quote, success. But why do we use money and notoriety as a benchmark of what success is supposed to look like? Why are we looking at who the hell is the person and right. how well are they living their life? And what are their relationships like? Do I want to emulate somebody who is just like a, a, a spiteful human being who just got a bunch of money and did a bunch of stuff that, again, great. He he built something that the masses buy. So if you have the 100 million people buying a $20 product, of course, you're going to make a ton of money. right? But what is the quality of you in your leadership role? How is that actually you know, affecting or impacting right. those that you lead? And I want to shift that paradigm and start challenging people when they think about leadership and success and realize that the money and notoriety are byproducts of alignment. It does not right. mean you're a good person. We have narcissists that run companies and organizations and countries who are literally just because they, they have something in public eye. We go, oh, look at that. that that's got to be really good. That's got to be strong. Right. I want that too. And I'm going stop trying to be like that and start focusing on you and finding out where your power is derived from. Find out who you really are at the core and lead from that position. Right. That's why I bring them up.
0: No, and I think that's I, you know, and 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 the reason I I pushed back is that's because that's sure. what people are gonna say. Of course, and I agree with you, is that we are in a it's always happened it, it, and we've always held people up on pedestals because of the image that was presented. You know, sure. it could be right. movie stars in the thirties, forties, and fifties who had, you know, you saw what was presented, but they had horrible lives. They were horrible right. people. They, yeah. all this dysfunction, but again, and, and we are in a society where, it's really quick, you know, Instagram life and, uh, you, know, you know, look at all of what I have. And, and I vanity. love what you're talking about is that the more centered you can be on you doesn't mean that you won't achieve, but who cares if you have everything and you look around and nobody's there with you or you're miserable as you, I, I, I love the, uh, thing you said is that you've just broken everything along the way. Everything's right. just demolished. Right. And yes, you won, I I have X, whatever (laughs) in the bank account I won, but I turn around and go, Ooh, I have no one to share it with. I'm not fulfilled. I'm not healthy mentally, physically, whatever. I, what I really love about this conversation is, is that idea of, you know, it all starts with you. So I hope you got a lot out of that episode. I know I did wiley is as as you can see very passionate about this he really does help all performers accelerate towards that optimization so i hope you got a lot out of it if you want to listen to the full episode just go search for episode 107 that's the full conversation with wiley as well uh as always Thank you so much for being here and sharing some time with me. It means a lot to me. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this episode. Also, you can go over to the YouTube channel and watch the whole episode as well. Um, Please make sure you share this out. I know there's a lot of people who could benefit from what Wiley just said. And as always, as I say at the end of every episode, you're in charge. But now Wiley gave you a few more tools to help you become more successful, both personally and professionally. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.